Hello, this is Comeback, this is Connor, and this is episode 81. My guest today is Liv Knight. We're going to talk all about music. Liv, how are you? Hi, yeah, hi Connor. I'm I'm not too bad. I am just uh I've had an all right morning so far. I've I've done a gig on, on Zoom already. And um yeah, just looking forward to the rest of the day. How how are you? <laughs> yeah, not too bad, thank you. How does it work doing gigs via Zoom? I mean, I was going to say when did this start? I'm gonna guess, you know, corona. So how does it all work when yeah. you do your gigs via Zoom? Yeah, you're absolutely right. That was when um, I hadn't done anything via Zoom before and it just, um, it actually exploded. And so much of my work went straight on there, like, you know, kind of like immediately, really. Um, how does it work? Well, <laughs> you, obviously you have to have everything, your home set up. And originally, prior to like at the beginning of coronavirus it was quite complicated to set you to get your zoom settings uh right it wasn't it wasn't like that hard but you it it wasn't as straightforward as I'm sure some people would like so you had to go in on advanced settings and you had to fiddle with a few things um and I think since then they have actually made it easier a little bit more straightforward because uh, they realized that everyone was doing like you know music and parties on zoom um so as you've got yeah you just have to have obviously as you would expect um your decks at home and your laptop and a camera of some sort so a webcam or something and uh you you just hook it all up i use a little a usb port so i can run my roller and my um and my camera through it um i need like three outputs basically and then um and that's kind of it um as long as you've got your settings set up in zoom you are you're kind of ready to go so uh you then just play your audio via via zoom and there's different ways obviously to make it sound good and the better your equipment the better it's going to sound through um through the program um that's kind of I mean yeah and that's how it all started so I I kind of really kind of hurried up and got it all tipped up because it seemed like everything was moving there and uh, I've probably had more gigs because uh my setup is quite nice like it sounds quite good um so yeah okay cool and who do you play for when you do your zoom gigs if I may ask you yeah sure and like a mixed it's been a, it's been a random sort of uh, mixture of a lot of quite a few corporate clients um so just as an example um i did an event for viacom uh, the other day oh one second sorry <laughs> yeah no worries um i did an event for um yeah like life happens unfortunately um yeah i did an event for viacom um not so long ago so that they're, they're like the the tv network like film uh you know, I think they own lots of like, um, they're, they're a broadcasting network. God, that sounds awful, but I'm not saying exactly who they are. They, they're they basically a Hollywood broadcasting network that own lots and lots of big TV shows, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so that was quite cool. Um, I did a thing. I've done loads for like Morning Gloryville, which is like a, um, they're like sober raving. So that's been a really popular one, sober raving. It was often there happening in the morning. 
Um, so people stuck at home kind of get up and are like, you know, um, I want to have some fun. Want to um, but Yeah, you know, dancing and partying, but not kind of obviously people aren't drinking and stuff. Um, so that that was a very popular one. Um, uh, that was often a Saturday morning. Um, and that we had, you know, that, that was really big point. And then who else? There's been a few others, um, just sort of various corporates, really, just up, like just intermittently. Um, so yeah, yeah, that all, sound, cool. that all sounds pretty cool. So then, you know, I'm going to move on to you know playing live and on Zoom. But let's go back to the beginning. Then, do you mind telling me a bit more about your background and how you got involved in music in the first place? Um, yeah, no, not at all. It was because I was uh, actually a classically trained musician. So uh, back in the day, I was quite dedicated to my violin and piano and I did my grade eight and I um, and I was from like classical music, jazz in the family, dad played jazz piano uh, and it was just always music a very musical sort of upbringing, I guess. Uh, and then the DJ didn't come for a long time later, but it was sort of like a natural step um, because it was still like music based. Um, and so it stems from just, um, yeah, like just my love of, I guess it stems from everyone's love of music, anyone that ends up DJing. But mine was very specifically from uh, a performance uh, like a classical background actually and then um but I always loved electronic music and I used to tune into like pirate radio stations when I was really lit like really little I got given a radio for, for Christmas year and I used to sit up in bed when I was supposed to be asleep um you know because I had school the next morning uh, I used to just scroll through on the dial, it's like an old-fashioned radio, and like just look for pirate, like I don't know, I was just looking for anything really. And um, I used to come across like hard, like hard tech, like like hardcore techno, and I used to fall asleep to it. Um, <laughs> and I think that was it, was, it was like, as in like, I was like, wow, what is this? Like I used to listen to it in bed, and I think that was the time that I was like completely like taken over by sort of this weird electronic stuff that I didn't really understand. Um, and then, yeah, like years and years later, I, everyone, you know, I was just in the club scene quite a bit because I was a dancer as well. And people were like, you should learn to DJ. And, and then I did. And I was why didn't I do this forever? <laughs> why didn't I just do this first? <laughs> so, yeah, anyway. Yeah, for, that was it. <laughs> yeah, for anyone who's never DJed or never got involved in that realm, what is it like in, you know, learning how to do it? What's the process all about? Uh, for me, it was, it's really straight. It was literally like, like beat matching. Like initially that's, I, I learned on some awfully horrible decks that are really hard to work on. So that's quite handy, really. Um, obviously a lot of DJs learn on vinyl, which is, um, you know the sort of the purest form and mixed vinyl but I didn't learn that until a bit later uh, but yeah I learned on some really awful CDJs and just the main thing is like what goes together so what's in key so you know and beat matching basically so that those are the first 
do things I, I just used to practice uh, just matching up beats and then after one you know one sort of kind of do it you, you start to hear what tracks go better together because obviously whether they're in or not so those were my first two things that I was learning really um, over and over and over again probably using the same tracks over and over and over and you know so yeah but that's the that's the way to learn. learning the trade okay and then beforehand how did you initially get involved in say the classical side of things was that because of the environment you grew up in what was it that brought you to that kind of genre initially yeah I, that was literally um kind of environment I guess um it was like I said from a fairly musical family there was a musical lineage through you know grandparents and family history and my family and my parents and I think my brother it was I just wanted to do whatever my brother did as well and he was my older brother and he started learning violin so I had to learn violin he started learning piano I had to learn piano um <laughs> so and and that is often you know I did it with lessons and you just you sort of learn classical music and I but I always I always enjoyed it because I enjoyed like and I did like music exams and stuff and I, I just enjoyed the expression behind it like the passion the the romance I suppose it was very romantic all classical music I found like I probably still do um uh, and just the raw element you know that it's just such a so many variables um so I think it was just sort of a mixture of of nature and nurture perhaps I think it was both yeah okay that's quite a nice combination and um whereabouts are you from are you from the south of the UK I'm trying to dictate <laughs> yeah accent. yeah yeah that's correct um I I'm originally from Essex actually um so okay so um did you move anywhere else after Essex or was the environment there and in the south were these environments something that you used to continue with your music or was there anywhere that you found home in your music if that makes sense yeah no not at all I didn't stay there at all I I, when I was younger to be fair I and I love Essex to bits now I go back and visit and stuff I couldn't wait couldn't wait to leave um couldn't wait to get out um, and I mean that with the best will in the world. Um, <laughs> but um, I just, yeah, I was, I'd just been looking to run away for a long time, really. Um, and I, I, at the moment, I'm currently in Bristol. And obviously, Bristol's a very kind of eclectic musical melting pot for a lot of artists. It's very musically interesting as a city. Uh, there's lots of different sort of genres and, and, and uh, like innovations going on here in, in lots of different types of music, um, uh, which is quite unique, I'd say, in a lot of ways. Uh, I, after I, after I moved out of Essex, I moved straight to London, really. Um, but, you know, I've lived in a, a few different places, but I would say that as, as music goes, Bristol is definitely the most sort of creative, perhaps, that, that I've lived, I think. Okay, sweet. Okay. And <laughs> when did you start the live DJ? And then I'm thinking, how many years ago is this? Is this pre-corona when you would do live gigs? 
Yeah. Well, I was counting it the other day and I got it completely wrong uh, when someone else asked me this question. Um, I started produce I started producing with a friend of mine in about 2012. So it must have been about then that I started DJing. So that's like nine years. Yeah. Coming up for nine years, because it was this summer. So I mean that was shocking because I think I I think I answered the question and it got written somewhere and I'd said five, but that's not even true. Like, I don't know why I said that. It's it's nine years, yeah. Um time's kind of flown by. Yeah, yeah. I think and because I've had different journeys within it and like lived in a few different places and I've played lots of different genres and I sort of worn lots of different hats. I think I sometimes lose track of where I'm at. Yeah, sure. So with yeah, with all of these genres and all of these, you know, different avenues, what kind of artists really influenced you? Because I can imagine maybe there's a few that are quite an eclectic mix that you've taken on board with your work. Yeah. Um it's so it it's a bit of a weird one. I've got lots of weird answers. So at the moment, um I'm because I'm doing quite a bit of interesting I don't know what you call like yo uh, like wellness and kind of a little bit more it's ecstatic dance based um it's not ecstatic dance but it's more like the wellness side of raving and the exploration like the sort of traveling side the yogic side perhaps um there's artists like Lum and Sabo, I, I think a lot of them are coming out of sort of South America that are, that make this really kind of beautiful, like slow-mo, electronica, ambient sort of journey music that's sort of, sort of mind-opening as much as it is, um, you know, anything else. And... Um, I'm I'm really enjoying that at the moment. Maybe it's because I'm discovering a lot about myself at the same time. Um, I in the sort of the bass house scene. I mean, there's obviously like Chris Lorenzo and people like that who I, you know, hugely admire. Um, mm. He's he created his own sound. Quite. I mean, he's created loads of people's sounds, including Hannah's, I guess. Um, he's he's obviously someone that a lot of people would know and have heard of that really stands out. Um, then there's a... I've got a few, couple of friends whose sound is really interesting um, at the moment. So, like, there's someone called Deform who um, I'm really enjoying. Um, and then with regards... Yeah, oh, Tuben, like Tubenberger, which are like, you know, they're sort of German, Berlin-based. Um, I've always liked their sound. That's, again, it's a bit more progressive. And Passenger 10, that's like, um, really enjoy that sort of journeying, travelling sort of progressive sound. Um, so, yeah, I'm just, I think I would say the last couple of tracks that I made with uh, my my ex-partner that I used to work with was much more in the vein of Chris Lorenzo but music wise I'm looking forward to making creating much more of this sort of um cerebral kind of tribal um progressive sound I think like the artists that I just mentioned okay awesome yeah and then <laughs> what, 
what usually comes about on this podcast, we talk about, you know, any challenges faced with the project or the creative pursuit that the guest seems to have gone down. Obviously, coronavirus, I'm sure, certainly hasn't helped you. Uh, whether it be that or anything else, what are the main challenges that you faced in, you know, pursuing your career in music? Um, the main challenges, uh, I would. Uh, that's a difficult one to answer. Um, I think, in some respects, um, and again, this. I don't know how to sort of say this by sounding diplomatic. I don't want to sound dark in any way, but there's a, there's a very small number of people that actually hold the, um, the keys to the gates um, in some ways. And I think like the gatekeepers, should, mm. should we call them? Um, so it's, it's a sort of interesting, it's, it's a difficult minefield to negotiate in some ways to get to get through to that sort of level um a lot of it's luck it really is I've you've got to be fair um I think um I think sometimes I struggle with it just literally like it can be as basic as technical things so you're working in sort of you you kind of like I've if you're kind of trying to work on a project or develop a project um just sometimes working in the same DAW as somebody because you it's not just as simple as like oh just you know just freeze the stems and like send them over and someone can work on them separately it's so many things now are collaborative um that sometimes that composes its own difficulties timetables schedules what people are doing um and often when you do find someone that you can work with you just gotta like cling on to them a little bit um or you know the other thing again like I say is is it's not unkept promises because that's that's quite a sinister way to put it but you know people are busy and doing lots of things so so you kind of and it's, it's things can't always happen right at the time in the time frame that you want it to or how or where and and so there's so many variables that sometimes it's just about getting things in the right line is that's kind of the hardest thing I don't know if that makes sense no I think it does um but it's 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 kind of yeah it's it's sourcing things sourcing kind of people sourcing net outlets um there can be there's just lots of little variables that can that can hold it back, if that makes sense, or can yeah. hold you up. Yeah. Um, and that can be quite frustrating, you know. Um, and 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 it is it's it's an interesting business because it's a purely creative business that is actually now just a business in so many ways. So it's they don't really go together, but somehow in music that's that's what it is it's a it's a big business so it, it's 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 quite complicated <laughs> it's complicated no worries okay so then if there was any this leads on really to the next question which is if there was anybody maybe up and coming young starting out thinking about getting into this business what advice would you give to them based on your experiences um, the 
probably i mean i think there's people that know this already but I, i would just having a small team around you and when I say team I don't mean like oh you've got your stylist or your things like that because that's 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 all the bollocks side of it sorry did I'm not allowed to probably say that on podcast um you know (laughs) when I say that I mean people that you can create with yeah sure people that you can sort of work with people that um you can sort of work well with exchange ideas with trust um and just having you know just a small little collective um like that around you uh is 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 a beautiful thing and that really can make the difference between you kind of moving forward and not some people do work solitarily absolutely and good luck to them but um that that it that can be quite a long lonely process i i think so i would you know if often things that can help you move forward are just having that little little clique around you little group I, that's what I think in a way okay sweet and then and have your trusted have your trusted friends basically have your really trusted people that are like into what you do and you kind of exchange energy and ideas with them that that would be the trick I, I would suggest and what is it about say the you know the game the business the industry that you love the most I'm, I understand that's quite a tricky one where you have to think whoa maybe there are so many things but what do you think of them is is the main thing or the main things that you love about what you do? I love making people happy. I love people um, just feeling good, feeling better about themselves. And I've really started to notice it now that I've done quite a lot of, um, you know, work in the wellness field, um, using music for, I guess you could call it therapy, um, building and curating playlists and, and music around people that just, you know, deserve a break like and they need their time me time um or you know just using it in a sort of assisting mental health capacity it's um i i just absolutely love seeing like putting a smile on someone's face and for them to enjoy like their night or their day um and and to feel good like for me that's that's what i want like that that's that's why <laughs> so okay cool 100%. so then do you mind expanding a bit more on the wellness and the music side of things how sure. have the two come together yeah it's, it's an interesting one um the two are coming together more and more and sort of I guess more in my world in that um big, partly because of what has all just happened um and coronavirus I think it's becoming people want um people are much more aware of their their own mental health and how they're feeling and what's around them and it's um I think that there's a shift a little bit just a tiny bit um but it's just bit by bit of of that sort of consciousness and and music being as a tool because that's originally why it was created why we have you know rhythm and drumming and it's you know it's it's for our soul and I think that we're kind of going back to that a little bit um there's um the the sort of the there's the market for music growth in in the sort of wellness area is is becoming you know is becoming more 
what's the word obvious more noticeable um bigger business <laughs> um and it's just all tied in with i suppose sound and music can be therapy um and so it's not just going to a club and getting off your tits and like not really thinking about what you're hearing or why i think you know i think i like the added depth to it if i'm being honest yeah i see i do like that link aspect i like the fact that you can bring two fields together as like a combination yeah. especially during these coronavirus times and periods absolutely yeah exactly absolutely and i i hope to carry that forward um i am um, i think i'm it looks like I'm doing something with Wilderness Festival, um, which is quite a big festival here in the UK that's in line with that. And, it, you know, it just seems to be kind of a lot more people looking at that thinking, hey, do you know what? People aren't feeling great or, you know, everyone's got stuff going on. Like, let's help each other. Let's, like, use music as a tool. Yeah, um, that, it, I think that often <laughs> festivals are the best part for it because I look at my own best memories they always come from a festival of being yeah yeah being aligned wellness and music at the same time festivals almost yeah. the environment right now exactly and it's not to say um you know you can't do if you want to party hey like seriously do it you know it's not like yeah, you sure. must not party. but it's um <laughs> there's um it's also there's the other side to it and and you can you can do both or you can just do one i don't know but like you know it's 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 a really kind of good and positive growth is what I think. <laughs> there are any playlists, albums, kind of music that you'd recommend for people maybe going through this that you've come across? Oh gosh. Um... I've kind of put you on the spot a bit there, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um... Oh gosh, not really. The only thing I could do is direct you to my Spotify. Um, yes, yes. <laughs> and um, yeah, I, my artist Spotify, I'm just getting, I'm just releasing a track shortly. So that will be up and running, which will be Live Night. But my just punter, punter which is Live Night 10, I think on Spotify, there's, um, there's a few playlists on there that are, you know, I've got a kind of really cool mix of, of things that, like, I enjoy or help me personally. So um, there's always that. Uh, and, yeah, the, the playlist stuff, or on my SoundCloud, there's some mixes of, of stuff that, again, I found, um, you know, that's been part of my journey. That I've chosen I choose stuff for a reason I've curated for a reason and my SoundCloud's just live night music so you can you know have a little mooch if someone wants to have a look sounds cool give that a try so that brings me nicely to the end of the conversation really uh what's next what are you hoping to achieve in the near future Liv so yeah so um hopefully right yeah so just I've got some music uh, that I'm just working on a new EP that's kind of in the works at the moment that's going to be a little, um, have an element of that sort of very melodic, like top line synthy progressive vibe. Um, and then some more ambient stuff. Uh, I've got, I think I've got Goodwood coming up. I think uh, Wilderness is obviously 
So Goodwoods, July, Wilderness, August. And some of my residencies have come, you know, opening up again. So you can catch me at number 35 Mackenzie Walk in Canary Wharf, if anyone's listening from London, um, where I often play the brunch set at the moment, which is a real, really fun party. Um, so, yeah, things are starting to open up. Um, so just for me, most importantly, yeah, is just getting on and finishing these tracks um then there's an older track of mine that's going up on spotify imminently um very shortly indeed and uh, which i just need to put the right pressure up for that and then um yeah just obviously like i said good word and wilderness and then there's a few other things over the summer okay awesome and yeah you did mention your social media details a few minutes ago but Remind me again, yeah. where can we find more about what you do on social media? Yeah, so this is a good place to um to to see what I'm doing. Um I, my website is livenight.vibecast.com. Uh, my Instagram, which is probably where I'm most active, uh, you'll get to see me because I'm also really into plants and, and and animals. So um you'll get to see music and uh, my love of vegetables and stuff on uh, not in a weird way, as in I work on a farm on a Thursday. Um uh, you'll get to see that on my Instagram, which is live underscore night music. And uh yeah, my Facebook artist page is live night music um or live underscore night music again so those are my main hives of activity uh so yeah i'd love you to pop up and say hello and there'll be there'll there'll be sort of updates on all the things that i'm getting up to um so yeah and and if anyone's got um green fingers or is sort of into the plant life um yeah you can also talk to me because that's very much my vibe Great stuff. Better to have multiple avenues, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just really into nature. So sort of nature and music um, sort of go together quite symbiotically. So, yeah. yeah all sounds good. So, yeah, Liv, uh, <laughs> thanks very much for your time today. Uh, really enjoyed chatting to you. And I'm, I'm looking forward to checking out your stuff on Spotify and beyond and wish you all the very best with your future projects. Thank you so much, Connor. It was really nice to talk to you. Cool. Take care, Liv. See you later. Okay.